What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Monday. Monday. Oh, it's happening, right, y'all. ASMR. What? <laughs> it's happening closer and closer to 2021. Oh, I think you're gonna say Christmas, but I like that. 2021. No, yes, 2021. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to 2021 again. <laughs> not that it's gonna just be a reset of the year, but no. you know, mentally, I think it will for most of us. Right? We'll be like, okay, fresh start. But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think so. Because 2020 has been so crappy. So it's like, okay, a new a new year. Like, because 2020 has sucked so bad. Not that everything's going to change overnight, but hopefully it's a new leaf. Like a better yeah. a better outcome. <laughs> exactly. I agree. Yeah. You tell them, Liz. <laughs> Are you listening, 2021? Alyssa said, you're good. <laughs> Sorry, number one fan is 2021. Please, <laughs> please. Um, yeah, welcome back, everybody. What's popping today? Um, we had a snowstorm. We did. It was fun. You know, it was one of those, if any of you have ever lived on Long Island or do live on Long Island, you know that when we get a threat of a snowstorm, it's either you're going to get like 18 inches or maybe a little rain, depending on which way the wind blows, because we're completely surrounded by water. So it Mm -hmm. really depends which way. And... Parts of Long Island got hammered with 15, 18 inches. We just probably got about, I think they're saying between four and seven where we are. However, it snowed and then it hailed and then it snowed again. So there's literally, oh, it's fucking freezing. Yesterday was like a feel like of 12. So we're out there trying to clear this shit. And um, it was just ice. It was solid ice, like literally. It was ridiculous. Just trying to like chip away the ice off of shit, but. We got enough cleared. Ever stayed home. He's at work now. He took my truck. Um, but yeah, it's even he couldn't even get into the truck yesterday if he tried to because all the snow and the ice had like the door sealed and like locked. Oh my so God. yeah, it was pretty shitty out. Pretty shitty. Yeah, his little, his little car would be slipping, sliding everywhere. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, yeah, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I know to it's look pretty at. to look at. <laughs> and that's <laughs> not about when you're it. gonna do shit though. It's not fun. It's like I kind of wish it was a little warm. Like that's usually what happens here is we'll get like a big snowstorm or maybe a little snowstorm. But then the next day it'll be like 50 and sunny and it all melts. Not this time. It's still fucking freezing outside. So I think this, unless it warms up, I think it's going to be here for a bit. However, I was on TikTok last night. Girl, we got nothing compared to them. Did you see some of these people? Like upstate no. New York, like they open up their garage door and all it's like a block of snow in front of them because that's how deep it is. Like oh they got three, God. four feet of snow. Can you imagine? Oh, wow. No, I can't. <laughs> no, that's so much fucking work. That is so much work. You'll be paying the kid that comes to your door and is like, 20 bucks you want? you like, go for it. <laughs> do they well, still do that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> our kids did it for a while, but... Really? Yeah. Went around to the houses and was like, can I shovel for you? Yeah, just a few bucks. I'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> Do it up. I mean, I used to enjoy doing it. And now, I mean, we had the snowblower, but that, yeah. the amount of ice we had last night was ridiculous yeah. yesterday. But Yeah, that's not it's safe. Okay. Yeah. And that's it. So what's up with you? Well, speaking of snow, Zane and I, this doesn't really have to do with snow, but Christmas, I guess. Zane and I tried to go to the Jones Beach Light Show. <laughs> oh. Twice. (laughs) I did it for a vlog because I had a sponsorship and it was supposed to be like a holiday themed vlog. And I was like, all right, that'd be fun. Like COVID safe. We can get in the car, like just go drive through. 
And everybody else had that idea, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. Because we thought it was the day of the week that we went, and then we went a second time on a different day of the week, and it was just as bad. It was awful. Like, nobody has anything to do. And I already bought the ticket online, so I'm, like, about to be out 25 bucks because I just don't think it's going to happen, honestly. Like, the line is just over three hours long every time. Yeah, we lucked out last year. Seriously, because I I mean, this year I think it's just nobody literally has anything else to do. Mm-hmm. So everybody wants to do this because they can just get in their car and go. But um, yeah, we literally just to exit the first time we tried to go, it took us two hours in traffic just to get out. Yeah, no, like, no. It no, wasn't no. even the line. It was awful. And it's so <laughs> funny. I don't know if you saw my, did you see my story yesterday? I didn't. Oh, so some girl put up on TikTok and she was like, we waited two and a half hours and drove two and a half miles just to see this. And it's like really depressing music. And it's like the horrible lights <laughs> of like the lit up ducks and like a random lit up circle. And like, it's just not as spectacular as like it seems to be, you know, like it's mm-hmm. something to do and it's cute to see, but it's not like an out-of-this-world insane experience. And it was just funny because it's like, you're literally waiting two and a half hours to see, like, run-down lights. <laughs> oh, that sucks. So I think we're going to try one more time. Uh, you could always go looking, like, neighborhood. I know there's, like, um... Oh, yeah, like we did that. Of, like, done-up places. Uh, yesterday on Deer TV, Park. Yeah, yesterday on, um... Uh, I think it was Hulu, maybe... I don't know. We came across uh, a holiday light fight. Mm -hmm. If you haven't watched it, highly recommend. It's just like she was like at one place in Utah and then one place I think in Massachusetts and like just a few different people who go above and beyond and then they compete and then they get like a a trophy and $50,000. But holy shit, the people's creativity. And actually the one in Deer Park was one of the ones that were on there. Yeah, that's why that's why I went and saw it because they were on ABC, like that show. That's what that show was. Was it on ABC? I don't know. I saw it. it's like two brothers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I've seen that house before. I didn't realize when Zane and I pulled up to it. I was like, oh, I've been here. I thought yeah. it was like something new, but they were like, yeah, forty plus years they've been. Yeah, doing forty it. years. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we've been to that house. I used to always yeah. get to that house and that other house that they don't do it anymore. You know, the, know. the big one, which was sad. In fact, know, when they first sad. when the show when we were watching the show and the show first said, oh, Deer Park, I'm like, oh, I know which house that's going to be because it was an older episode, like 2013, and they used to still do it in 2013 and. When it was like, no, that's not the house. I'm like, oh, that's that house, you know. Uh-huh. Well, they were just house. on the other night, though, you know. Really? Like, I'm pretty sure their episode just aired. Like, they were on it again, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's a 2013. That's insane. Unless so they came they back and twice. did it again. Yeah, maybe they came yeah. back and did it again. It I was told, pretty cool. Yeah, I told Ever, you know, like, I think when we used to go by and look at it, I didn't realize how much work went into it. And I think watching that show makes you really appreciate the amount of work that these two brothers you know, or right. any of the people that did it do, um, it really makes you appreciate that. So, Ali yeah. and I plan on with ever, you know, going around looking at houses mm-hmm. with, you know, and yeah, no, long, I won't do the light show. We did that last year after several attempts. It took us, and it's I think we went. On, I think we we went on a day that it rained, and that was the only way I think we got there. Right? Oh, because nobody wanted to go out in the rain. <laughs> 
But I mean, hey, you saw it just as fine. It was a little blurry, but you rolled down your window. It was just perfect. Um, I know. (laughs) But yeah, it's not like it used to be for sure. No. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess, I don't know. when. But you're saying it's not like it used to be either. I'm saying like maybe because I was younger, it was more spectacular, but maybe they just don't put in as much effort anymore. It's definitely not like it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. And they're making fucking bank. I mean, it is a mood lifter if you don't sit there for hours and hours yeah. waiting to get in. You know, it does put you right. in the mood. But right. it's just like with the the 4th of July, the fireworks. You know, I did that one time and I would never, ever, ever do it again because it literally took me four hours to get home. And I lived about 10 minutes away at the time, you know, and it's oh, like going to, to the me, beach, you mean? Yeah, like for the fire, for the display. But it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't worth it. I'm like, you know what? I can... Go home and sit in my backyard and enjoy a show. But it was, Literally. you know, the atmosphere. It was being there, and we did it once, and that was it. <laughs> Never yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Like, the action of doing it is fun, but when you have to wait two and a half hours of traffic, it better be it fucking spectacular, and it ain't. kills your mood. Yeah, it definitely kills your mood. <laughs> it makes you have higher expectations, because, like, you're like, wow, people are really waiting two and a half hours. Like, I'd be pissed if I was, like, going for the first time traveling from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, definitely traveling from somewhere else. You know, I mean, we live here, so it's like, all right, 10 minutes, we're there. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's crowded. Let me try again tomorrow night. You know, right. you have people driving in from out of state, and it's like, oh, uh, this is not so spectacular. Literally. But, well, that sucks. I'm sorry you guys didn't get in mm. twice, you know. I know. I think their, the money goes to a good cause, so at least I bought the ticket and it can go to something good. Mm-hmm. And it goes, I think, until January 1st, right? Doesn't it? I think it does. Oh, it does? I'm so maybe sure. right after Christmas we can go. It'll die down. Oh, God. I just thought it would be something fun to do, but apparently everybody else had the same idea. So that was mm-hmm. our shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what else? Nothing? I don't know. It's been like... Um, no, the lead up to Christmas has just been... I got one. Presents. I don't know. <laughs> I got one yesterday, and I was disappointed because it's a gift. Yeah, and I'm then, disappointed too because one of the ones that we got you, a good gift, has just said delayed for so long. And I tried calling, and they were like, "We can't really do anything on our end. It's more like the shipping carrier and like all these things." And they're like, kind of just was like, "Oh, just hope that it gets there before Christmas." And I was like, "Oh, fucking oh, thanks. great! Yeah, great. Sure, thanks. Oh. <laughs> I'll just." Cut her out of a picture and put it in an envelope. Literally. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, listen, the thought is appreciated. And yeah. and a picture in an envelope will do just fine. And then, listen, I'll have like Christmas, Christmas always. Yeah, Christmas again, the second time around when it actually comes. Yeah. But your two main gifts are still not here yet. So I'm like, I keep telling Dan, I'm like, one, at least one better fucking come. So... <laughs> The other Bitch, one says an envelope, so I'll be fine with that. <laughs> Literally, I'm like she's gonna have nothing to open. I have um, on the shipping of one of them. It says being delivered December 9th. I'm like, bitch, that was like nine days ago. Uh, <laughs> liar! Oh and then I checked. I checked the shipment progress, and it goes. It was in New York. In New York. Now it's in California. In California. Yeah. It's that bitch. It's cold here. Let me go to California for a little bit. Fuck. So I hope that those two things come. But I think everybody's having shipping things like between COVID because everybody's ordering online and just the rush of Christmas. It's like shipping is like crazy right now. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, I think Zane got a package by, no, I got a package by Amazon, but it was delivered by the regular post office. Yeah, they're like anybody. Yeah, they're like, take hey, them, can anybody them. just help, you know? It's like, yeah. I, I saw fucking trucks like with the Amazon, like just like 
like a magnet, like stuck on their white van. It's like, wait, that look, totally looks like a pedophile van. Oh, wait, that's Amazon. <laughs> it's like, I think they're like, you know, obviously, listen, I good for them for trying to make it work and figuring out what by whatever means. But holy shit, like talk about like, like you said, everybody with COVID, everybody's ordering online. People who usually don't are. And it's just, it must be extremely overwhelming. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Okay, so, um, yeah, you guys um, emailed in more advice. So uh, hopefully this girl is still listening to the podcast because <laughs> she's getting lots of advice. Well, I'm sure there's somebody else listening that has gone through this or may- maybe is going through this. So, All right, you want me to read the first one? Sure thing, buttercup. Okay. Knowing about the proposal. Hi, girls. Apparently, this is a common trend, and I don't want to sound repetitive, but I heard about the girl saying that if you want the element of surprise, then you should tell him regarding knowing about your upcoming proposal. And now I wish I could go back in time and get reproposed to because that happened to me. Um, and I never thought of it that way. My boyfriend and I had been dating our entire sophomore, junior, and senior year at this point. We were both about to graduate high school. I had my first pregnancy scare. I didn't know what to do. I was a mess. I told him I wasn't ready for a baby, and he was trying to do everything to assure me that it was going to be okay. Well, his resort to make me feel better, he goes to his car, comes back inside, and gets on one knee, and he proposes to me, y'all. I'm crying because I'm not ready to be pregnant at 17. And now I have my boyfriend in front of me with an engagement ring and I cry more because how do I tell him no? But I do. So then we're both crying because I turned him down. I told him that I wanted to do it the right way and he needed to ask my dad for my hand in marriage first. So we plotted my whole engagement. I wanted it to be special. Fast forward a few months and he decides we will do it on Christmas. I have much anxiety. I have so much anxiety wondering how will I fake this proposal in front of my entire family. Well, I was surprised because I knew it was coming, but I didn't know at what part in the day or how. I figured that it would be all cute with a speech and yada yada. This boy put my ring in a glass on wine and made me drink it. I nearly choked on the engagement ring. I smacked him in the face because I didn't know how to react. And then he got down on his knee and put my ring on the wrong hand. (laughs) To this day, well, until now, nobody knows that our proposal was kind of planned. I wish now that I could have told him to cancel the whole thing and do it another day to surprise me, but it's just funny how it all worked out, and I will never forget it. Happy holidays, ladies. We've been married now for four years and have three little boys together. Here's a couple of pictures. I wish I had the engagement on video and more than just a picture. Oh, she put a a picture of the engagement. Look at the boys. Look at, like, in size order in that picture. So adorable. My God, that is hilarious. That's hilarious. Can you imagine? Like, oh, but see, just- she she wishes she was would not do it again. Like that, she didn't know. He put it in your wine glass. <laughs> that's that's silly. Doesn't that like ruin the ring? Wouldn't that like stain the ring? Listen, I saw that too on on a movie that we watched. It was like, oh yeah, that's was it a movie? Whatever it was, I saw it where the the guy put it in the girl's champagne glass or something, and I'm like, hmm. At least in a bottle of champagne, in a glass of champagne, I guess you see it. Although maybe it was right. a rosé or something, but that's true. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Wait, he him, him in the face, <laughs> and then he has to get down and pose. He's like, give me a wrong hand. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that's right. oh you that's poor thing. Funny. Listen, Aww. you're married four years. You have three beautiful children. At the end yeah. of the day, I mean that's what it is. And listen, now you have this story that you could tell, and it'll go down in history. You know, yeah. like yeah. it's a memory. That that's so cute. Funny. So it's funny cute. that you're like, I'm pregnant. And he just like went to the car and like proposed. He's, He's like, like well, here all right, go. <laughs> let's do it the right way. Let's get married. You're first. like, I don't know about that. <laughs> Aw. She's like, I just told him no. And then he cried and we cried and we we're all crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can't even imagine having to tell somebody no when they propose. <gasps> oh my gosh. That's like the most heartbreaking thing. Imagine. No, I can't. Horrible. Horrible. Okay, here we have another one. It says, hey, ladies, I just listened to the episode where you talk about knowing about your proposal. Proposal. Well, I saw my ring. In August this year, after the malls opened back up, me and my fiancé went and picked out my ring. We had decided to go on a Saturday and not tell anyone. If we didn't, he would have never done it. Oh, I got it. Sorry. You know me. Eye problems. Um, He's just that kind of person. I got it sized, and she said we could pick it up in about a month. So a month goes by, and I wait. Throughout this time, I had some ring regrets because I kind of picked the first one I like. Like, I would wake up in the middle of the night thinking, am I going to hate this expensive ring? At the end of the month, my boyfriend told me that with COVID, the ring is pushed back and will take longer. I believed him. Oh, I was cleaning out. uh, I was cleaning our house, and in my boyfriend's closet, I see a bag with the name of the jewelry store. I quickly close the closet, pretend I wasn't in there, and I forget what I just saw. Maybe it was just the information bag we received. Every once in a while, he would bring up how he can't wait for my ring to come in. Stupid COVID. Why is it taking so long? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, he's really playing into it, huh? Uh, He had been pushing it. He had been pushing for a cabin trip to the mountains all year, and we finally went. The weekend before Thanksgiving. My boyfriend and my immediate family go to the cabin. The last night there, at the last night after our big dinner we cooked, my boyfriend and I separated and I stayed on the main floor and he went to the bottom floor. 30 minutes later, he's looking at me and acting kind of weird. His sister was talking to his dad. He had changed into his button up and was complaining it was hot and he needed to go lay down. After a while, he said, You want to go to the balcony? And I said, yes. My entire family follows. My mom, dad, sister. He had me sit on his lap, and we were staring out at the stars. Oh, my God. This is so romantic, you guys. There's a picture of it. (laughs) He then stands up, holding me from behind while I look out at the mountain lights. We were just having a conversation about the weekend and how we didn't want to leave. Then he turns me around, and he's on on one knee and says, hey, marry me. That's it. No speech, no nothing, and in front of my family. I'm just going to tell him to redo it, but surprise me um, and just be me and him because I can't believe he was that nervous, and that's all he said. By the way, I love the ring, and I wouldn't change what I picked. We set a date for September 18th, 2021, and I attached a picture my sister took right before and how nervous he was. Okay, love you. Bye. That's so sweet. I wouldn't change. I wouldn't make him redo it. I Listen, no. that was pure from the heart. He was nervous. You saw it in his face. <laughs> I think that's fucking sweet. Oh, she's I like, I wanted sweet. a 10-minute speech. But that's all right. Exactly, and that's what you got to do. That's why he's got to redo it. Take that ring I- off your finger. Write a speech. 
surprise you yeah, at the you dinner one night. Yeah. yeah, just between you and him and then let him do yeah. it again. Say, all right, honey, we're engaged, but go ahead, try again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So make, it, make it good for me too, you know? Like, that's uh-huh. what she dreamt of, right? And that's what she wants, so. Yeah. I love but that the she surprise had- element. Yeah, I love that she had buyer's remorse and she didn't even buy it. <laughs> She's like, I'm up all night thinking about this expensive ring. <laughs> my God, am I going to like hate it in a month? <laughs> when you spend a lot of money on something, you fucking think about that shit so hard. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's it's funny. ridiculous. Oh, well, congratulations. Oh, wow. Congratulations. That's a sweet story. That is. I hope he rewrites you a speech. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking about it. I'm like, if that happened to Zane and I, he just got down and was like, hey, marry me. I would just stand there in silence and be like, that's it? Like, are you going to say anything else? <laughs> He's like, no, like, I love you so much. I can't wait to be with you for the rest of my life. Like, marry me something. <laughs> just like a, hey, like, marry yally, me. Yally, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know how it goes. <laughs> but wouldn't you just like look You've down been- at them and just be like, is that it? <laughs> You've been part of the ride. You know what we've been through. I don't have to rehearse it and re-say it again. <laughs> You've been there. You're by my side. You know, bitch. <laughs> Seven years in, you already know how I feel. Yeah, it's exactly. Fine. Just fucking marry me. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Let's just put a ring on it. Seal the deal. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I, w- I would want a little speech, too. So I get I it. I agree. I agree. Still very have cute. him redo that speech. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's the last um, proposal email that we got. All right. Hey, I just wanted to write in about the girl who found out that her boyfriend is proposing. This happened to me. My husband told my BFF that he was going to propose to me on our hike the next morning while we watched the sunrise. Well, we ended up sleeping in and getting to the trailhead later than expected. My BFF, who was so excited, texted me, did he do it? Right as we started our hike. Oh, I had no idea what she was talking about until we started hiking and I put all the pieces together. I was so bummed and kind of upset because I feel like she ruined the surprise. So I faked it and acted surprised when he proposed. It was still amazing and ended up being perfect. We've been married for almost nine years, but it stuck with me. And I finally told him about five years ago. He was crushed. He said, that's a surprise of a lifetime and you'll never get that back. My advice, take that to the grave. In the end, it doesn't really matter. And seeing my husband's face when I told him was so sad love the podcast (laughs) why would she say that wait can i just say like we literally have both sides of the coin here we have the one saying my husband was heartbroken Mm -hmm. you know like take it to the grave and then we have the other one saying no take you know you have to tell him you know and it's Mm -hmm. just when you hear each person's side, it's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, of course, you have to take it to your grave. And then you hear the other, and it's like, no, absolutely, you have to tell them. And it's like, what do you, yeah, you have to feel your man out. At the end of the day, you have to know how you think he would react and feel. Because like you said, Liz, Zane would, you know, was like, oh, okay, well, you know. I still oh, yeah, love we, you. That yeah, sucks, I still but. love you. And yeah, exactly. But I mean, this poor guy, he was crushed. Yeah, I guess it depends Five too years on like later. Yeah, I, I guess it depends too on like the girl. Like, how would you feel? Like personally, I wouldn't be able to live with it. So, like, if you could just like fucking take it to your grave, I mean, if that's good for you, then do it. But I personally could never. Like, I would need him to know. Aww. <laughs> but, well, word of advice: don't text somebody and be like, "Did he do it? How's how's the ring?" Like, just be like, "Hey, how are you?" How's it going? How's your hike? <laughs> like, yeah, something like that. Not did he do it? Oh, oh, you oh my mistake. god, the guilt your best friend must feel. Fuck. Does she know? Maybe she Is doesn't she know that your she best ruined friend? it. <laughs> Does she? Did well, you she ever tell her now. that she ruined it? 
Oh my god! I need Little an update. Just I you know, know she's an Agamil family member, and she's listening to it now. Imagine. Oh, I need to man. know though if you told your best friend that she ruined it for you. I need to know. Damn, that's fucked up. I would be pissed. You know, you have all of Agamil waiting, so we want to know how this turns out. I know. We want pictures. <laughs> we want. Even though a it was video. so many years ago, so many years ago. Oh, no, I'm talking about the current one that's getting engaged on Christmas. Oh, like yes, the reason please. that all of this started. <laughs> we gave we her 10 know. different ways to go. <laughs> yeah, we want to know how you winded up doing it, handled the situation, how it worked out. So you are definitely, seriously. I mean, you have all of us waiting on an update. So make sure you do so, okay? <laughs> I know, seriously. You better, better send us an update. Aww. All right. Some advice? Some advice. Go ahead. Okay. New, different views than my boyfriend. Oh, no. Hi, beautiful ladies. My name is Paige. I'm 23 from Massachusetts. (laughs) Also, just so you know, from what I've heard on your last podcast, we are not offended by people calling us massholes because we are the worst drivers. uh, And we know it. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, I'm mailing in regard to a new issue I've been having with my longtime boyfriend. Just a little backstory to help you guys understand. My boyfriend and I have been dating since 2014. Together for six years. He's my soulmate and the man I'm going to marry, no questions asked. We've been through so much together and somehow always made it back out on top. I am so thankful for his support through my job changes, schooling, and more. He really is my biggest fan and I'm so lucky. However, we've been fighting a lot lately regarding the current pandemic. We got together when we were so young. He was 15, I was 16. Yes, I robbed the cradle a little bit. <laughs> so back then, we didn't have uh, we didn't pay much attention to care or pay attention to politics, so there was never any issue in the matter. We are not political people and never have been until this year. We are currently living with my mom until we buy a house. We've been saving for a few years and we are so close to finally buying a place of our own. My boyfriend has never My boyfriend was never into renting, so it took us a bit longer to save up for a down payment, but still so exciting. Living with my mom during the pandemic has put a strain on our relationship because the fact my mom is very scared about COVID and is taking every extra precaution there is, which I understand, but she is going as far as not letting us leave the house without Lysol wipes to touch the door handles on our way out of the apartment. Mind you, I always sanitize my hands when I get into the car anyways, so it's a little bit silly. And she's made it very clear we're not allowed to see any of our friends during this time, which is honestly so has been so depressing and taking our toll on both of us and our mental health. We are both social people and seeing our friends is everything to us and it makes us happy. But because of the fact that my mom... But because of the fact she's my mom and I respect her and she allows me and my boyfriend to live in her house until we have a place of our own, I just say yes. I just yesed her to death to avoid any issues. My boyfriend, on the other hand, thinks that COVID is not as dangerous as the media is making it seem. I think he's just more frustrated with the fact that my mom is making us go through all these extra steps uh, when we come home from work. Making us wash our hands, wash our clothes right away, and when... We get home, immediately shower, and spraying our shoes with Lysol the whole nine yards. While I understand where the frustration is coming from, I want him to understand it's putting me in an awkward place because I want to respect my mom's wishes while we live with her. I keep telling him that we 
When we have a place of our own, these will no longer be issues for us. It's just a hard to see bigger picture when things suck right now. Sorry. Sorry, that was such a mouthful. Just looking for advice on how to handle this and try to make things a little bit better while we're still here. Just my boy, just want my boyfriend to sympathize with her a little bit when it comes to her concerns about COVID instead of just pretending that they aren't real. He's always been the type to shut down when he's upset or angry, and it leads me to believe he's actually more worried about COVID than we think, especially since he lost his nana to the virus back in uh, April of 2020. <laughs> oh, RIP, Nana Betty. I think he's more worried... Um, I think he's more worried than he's showing, but is putting up a bit of an act and being kind of a brat about it. I don't know. I just feel like I'm stuck in a hard place between wanting my mom to be happy and off my tail, but also wanting and also to keep my boyfriend from being miserable with all these crazy rules for the remainder of the time we live there. Any advice is appreciated. I love you ladies and look forward to your podcast every week on my morning commute. I've added a few pictures of us over the years because I know you love them. Thank you guys for always brightening my day through the podcast. I'm a pussy and had to stop listening for <laughs> during <laughs> Halloween because I'm a wimp and a spooky with the spooky stuff. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> Damn, Jerry fucking had a hard time reading again. Suck. That's anyway, okay. That's a long one. Sorry. Oh, listen, I my only advice is tell them to fucking hang in there. You know? Like mm-hmm. you have you have to respect what your mom wants. It's her house and you have the potential of getting her sick. So if that's what makes her feel comfortable, then you you gotta do what you want she wants to do, you know, you're in her house. Mm-hmm. Saving to get your own place. So absolutely he mm-hmm. should respect that. I mean, and he also lost his nana. So yeah. your I mom think just maybe- doesn't want to get sick, you know? I think that's more the reason, like, hey, he lost his Nana to it. You know, like, if he's not, if he's, like, saying, oh, media is hyping it up more than what it is, he firsthand knows that how serious it could be or is. Right, and right. It is. At the end of the day, it's your mother's house. At the end of the day, him staying there is allowing you guys to save to get your own place, and then it'll be your house, your rules. So if you guys don't right. want to spray your shoes with Lysol, or if you guys want to hang out with your friends every day, then that's going to be your decision at your house. But he has to, right. you know, respect your mama. And mm-hmm. you know, everybody's got their own way of handling what's going on right now. Absolutely, nobody's right or wrong. You know, I mean, some right. people are wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> some people are right and some people are wrong. But everybody's got their own scale of how they want to handle it. Exactly. But when you're affecting somebody else, you have to respect what they want. You know? And it is her house. That's that's ultimately the bottom right. line. It's her house. You guys are living there. He needs to mm-hmm. respect her, period. Yeah. And, and how awful would it be if he's like, mm, I'm not respecting your rules, and then she gets sick from him? Like, that wouldn't mm-hmm. be cool. Yeah, that would be terrible. And, yeah. and really, in the grand scheme of things, when you look at it, you know, if it takes you another six months, another year, and then, like, you'll be in your own place, you guys are going to look back at this and say, yeah, it was a little bit of a struggle, but look at us now, you know? Yeah. It's a little bit of a compromise and, and a sacrifice to have a life, like, buying a house, and then I, I assume ultimately you guys are going to get married and stuff like that, but this is, like, a lifelong commitment. He could sacrifice a little inconveniences of spraying his shoes or, you know— yeah. To ultimately, at the end of the day, have the, you know, his house of his own. That's a beautiful thing and a, a great accomplishment. So right. tell him to look at the bigger picture. 
Yeah. Okay, old best friend advice. My old best friend and I drifted apart six years ago. We used to be inseparable until she decided she wanted to be more popular. My cats are fighting. Uh, Nothing happened between us, but we just drifted. Fast forward a few months ago, she's dating a boy that she used to be obsessed with when we were best friends. I replied to her story, and she said we should get together soon. A month later, her, my friend, who was also her old BFF, and I hung out. It was so awkward, and she said she missed us. After a few hours, she left, and my friend and I both agreed that it was awkward, but we wanted to see her again. Now it's been two months since we've caught up, and I miss her again. She's very different and got everything she wanted with popular. I don't know if I should reach out and try to get the three of us together again or if I should text my friend to see if her and our old BFF have talked so I don't embarrass myself. Embarrassed maybe because because maybe the old BFF said that she thought I was weird or didn't want to see me anymore. Yay for anxiety. By texting our old BFF. What would you guys do? <clears throat> hmm. Um. Okay, because you miss her. Um, I don't know. I would probably not reach out again. Me either. If it was awkward, she, no, I wouldn't. If it was awkward. Everything about her is different. She's changed, you know? Like, yeah. You said you saw her and you missed her. And how can you miss a person if they're completely different, you know? And yeah. if your feelings are that maybe if you see her again, you'd get a little bit of that void filled, but what if you don't? Then it'll be just like a double whammy, you know? Yeah, I would let it go. I think people change. People come in for a season and a reason, and I mm-hmm. think that you're just on different life paths. Like, that happens to people all the time. You Absolutely. be friends with somebody for years and years and years, and then when you get old and one's got a kid and one doesn't, and then sometimes you just drift apart. And, like, sometimes you're at different stages in life, so. Um, and. Me being being through, like, a lot of those. Like, I've had a lot of experiences where, like, my best friend was my ride or die. Couldn't think I could live without her and da-da-da. And it would be just that I would get married or she would have a kid. or, And then you, you kind of move on, you know? And yeah. those people, like, God forbid of anything major, I know I have those handful of people that I have called my best friend in the in the past that will be there for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like in an emergency, but they're not my go-to people anymore. Because when when you when you go through these life changes and you go down different life paths, you lose that common, um, just like why you that, bonded. Yeah, thank you. The bond uh, you yeah. mi- you lose that common bonds. You know, if she's married or you have a kid or you're going to school and he, she's in a workforce, it's like all those things that you had similar are not anymore so yeah, it's okay fine. it just yeah. happens it's okay and i say just let it go and if she reaches out to you in the future and you want to then accept it but i don't know i wouldn't go reaching for something that wasn't pleasurable for you you know yeah. and not that it's going to be easy like drifting apart from somebody is not fun at all but when you meet up with them years later and it's just like awkward and not the same, then I don't think it's worth like your energy. You know, I think it's just going to cause you more anxiety because <laughs> I've been struggling with anxiety lately and it fucking sucks. Like, and I think that putting yourself back in that situation and trying to make something work that you know just isn't really the same anymore, you're going to want that same relationship that you had in the past and it's just not going to be and it's just going to make you struggle more. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I would let it go. I agree. Okay. Negative experience. Hey, listen, Jerry, I wanted to write in after listening to today's podcast. I 100% agree that don't take criticism from someone you don't take advice from. 
I've yes. been with my fiance for almost eight years. And we, when we only started going out when we were 16, I remember we got onto a bus one day to go into town. There are a lot of girls on a near, from a nearby school at the back of the bus. I distinctly remember one of the girls saying, why is he with her? He's gorgeous and she's stinking about me and my fiance. Stinking? This is stuck with me. Since that day, I remember just feeling so down about it, and it really got to me. Now, I always think that if you have nothing nice to say, just don't say anything. Preach it, sis. You know, that's me and my favorite saying. Also, if something is only going to make you sad for five minutes, then don't let it ruin the rest of your day. That is so facts right there. Just wanted to share my story. I've attached a picture of us. Okay, love you. Bye. They're stupid is what they are. Yeah, they are. You're, you guys are fucking adorable together. They're projecting their own insecurities uh, on you is what they're doing. Absolutely. Well, Fuck thank them. you. And you know what? You're absolutely right. With the three things that you said in there, like don't take criticism from somebody you wouldn't take advice from. Yeah. If it doesn't affect you, I tell my daughter Aaliyah this the most with, with everything, with a school grade, with a whatever kind of thing. If it's not going to affect you five years from now, don't let it ruin, you know, like don't waste yeah. any time on it. So that's that same yeah. thing. If it's, you know, don't waste time on something that's not going to matter, you that's know? temporary. Yeah, and then, you know, sure, it hurts, but take the pain, brush it off, and be like, yeah, that was them. That was the way they saw it. That's not what the reality of it is. And, yeah, yeah we all need to be doing better in raising our children to fucking shut the fuck up if you have nothing nice to say. <laughs> okay, period. Everybody, love you, bye. Everybody, everybody has the thoughts in their head. Just don't fucking say them out yeah, loud. Yeah, you don't need to say it. What is the point? What is the point yeah. of you putting down somebody else? It makes you feel like a better person? No, you look like a fucking asshole. So shut your mouth if you have nothing nice to say and just carry yeah. on with your day. You know, yeah. like it's definitely you know, hard to brush things off, but like, like literally, like driving, like if somebody fucking cuts you off, like you'll be pissed about that shit for the next fucking fifteen minutes. <laughs> but it's like, really, <laughs> who cares? Who cares about that guy? You know, exactly, right? Like we could sit there, and go, oh, uh, you know, get all yeah. disgruntled and everything else. But it's like, really, first of all, do you think whatever you have to say or flipping him off or whatever you're gonna he do is care. gonna affect his day? No, yeah. he's not gonna care. Yeah, so just, literally. Yeah, just don't. Just don't do it, people. Be nice. Be kind. That Fuck. Happened don't to you me. get tired of hearing me say that? <laughs> be kind. That happened to me, like, I think it was a few months ago now. But it was a um, two-way stop sign, I think. And I was literally stopping at the stop sign, but this guy was, like, going through the way that didn't have any stop signs. He, like, slammed on his brakes as if I was going to, like, go and, like, hit him. And I got so fucking angry because I wanted to get out of my car and be like... I live over here. I know that I stop at the stop signs. Like, you don't have to fucking tell me. But I'm like, Alyssa, it's not worth it. But, like, for the next fucking 20 minutes, I'm, like, in my car pissed off about this guy. And then it's like, why? Like, he's just angry. Like, he was just angry at me for some reason. Like, I, but you want to, like, prove yourself and be like, no, I was going to stop. Like, you idiot. But he you was, know like, what pissed happened. at me. He probably woke up in the morning and stubbed his toe on his bed. And that's what happened. You know it. <laughs> he's in it's a like shitty a, marriage. <laughs> exactly. Like he, he just got fired. Whatever it is, he's in a bad mood and he's just taking it out on anybody and everybody he could. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, 
Whatever. Whatever, dude. Go ahead. Beep your horn. Think I'm going to run a red light. and I mean, a stop sign. Whatever, dude. Oh, it's just so annoying because it's like, dude, I fucking live right here. Like, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> you want to get out of the car and, like, prove yourself. But it's like, for, to who? This Joe Schmo that doesn't fucking know anything about you? Like, who cares? Oh, man. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> okay. Well, thank Sounded you. Nice. And yes. Oh, yeah. wait, can, can we? I'm sorry. Yes. Thank you for your email. Can we just go again and just reiterate? Please, people, be kind. <laughs> the world would be a better place. 2021. Just be kind. Love more. Judge less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop fucking judging people. Yeah. Okay. Friend advice. Hey guys, just wanted to start off by saying that I absolutely love the podcast. I've started so many different ones, but the only one that I've stuck to is yours. Oh my God, thank you. Thanks. Now to the advice that I need. My best friend of literally 10 years is in a terrible relationship with a drug dealing, mentally abusive boyfriend. He cheats on her, abuses her, and anything else terrible that you can name. That's what he is. I love her to death, but I want nothing more than her to be out of this relationship. He has changed her completely. She is so rude to me and all of our other friends, never hangs out with us anymore, but gets angry when we don't invite her. And when she does come, all she ever talks about is her stupid boyfriend. She sends me videos every hour of every day, bawling her eyes out at something else that he's done. I've probably had over 15 plus conversations trying to get her to break up with him. And in the moment she agrees, but she always ends up back with him the next day. Do I sit down in person with her, get all of our friends together to sit down with me and talk to her? I'm just stuck and she's ruining her future. Thanks for your advice. I love you both so much. And I put pictures down below of me and my amazing boyfriend and my cute puppy. Oh my God, that picture of you guys is fucking funny. Yikes. I definitely would not get the whole friend group and gang up on her. She's going to feel attacked. I don't think she'll listen. And she's clearly, oh my God, you guys are fucking adorable. Ah, Isn't look that at so you guys. cute? <laughs> um, okay, so here's the thing. You've said you've mentioned it. You've had umpteen conversations with her about it. She says she's going to break up. Next day she's together. You... My opinion, she's not going to listen. You're just going to let her have to fall on her own, you know, which sucks because she's your best friend and you love her. But if you've tried and she knows and she sends you these videos of how bad he is or what now he's done and everything, she's obviously attached, right? So whatever it is, he's probably mentally just fucking degrading her, making her think that he is the only one for her. And she's probably in that mindset where she believes that. And she probably thinks that she's going to, you know, be loved by him or be loved by nobody. Because, you know, he's obviously made her feel that or something, in my opinion, sorry, in my opinion, it makes me feel like he's definitely fucking brainwashing her into making her stay with him, you know. Mm -hmm. And then when she's around you or she hears the conversations or she's in her clear mindset, then she's like, oh, shit, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Let me move on. And then. Next day, he's back with her. And I think, again, I think it's just mind manipulation. I think he's just, he controls her. Gaslighting Um, her. Yeah. The other thing is, is because you said she's completely different and she's a bitch to you and all this. uh, Maybe she's involved with the drugs also. Maybe she's doing something Mm. that's changed her, which is keeping her with him. You know, she started using something that when she's high or whatever, she's loving. And then when she comes off it, she's regretting. Like, you don't know. And I don't know, maybe one more conversation, ask her if she is involved with that. Or um, I, I think that that's a good point. And like, 
that like pertains to her safety now, right? So I think my, personally my next step would to be go to any of her loved ones if she, her parents are around or any of her siblings or anything like that. Like I would bring it to family at this point. Mm-hmm. I would maybe have another conversation with her and say, hey, is this what's going on? Are you also using or um, I'm concerned about your safety at this point and then see how she reacts from that. And then, I mean, unfortunately, you're going to have to let her, you're going to have to cut ties and let her fall however she falls. You know, maybe, you know, maybe you're her saving grace right now. So every time she knows shit goes bad with him, she can come to you and like you're, you're her saving grace, right? And then she'll like leave you to go back to him. And then when he treats her bad again, she knows she has the comfort in you. If you stop comforting her, maybe she'll then realize, mm-hmm. holy shit, you know, like I need to get my shit together. You know, yeah. like I hope, I don't know, this is a shitty situation. I feel really bad because you obviously love her, you know, yeah. and um, yeah, I don't know. That's don't really know. sad that, that women put up with that shit. Yeah, I, and the whole beginning, my beginning advice about like being brainwashed is I was in that relationship. I mean, Dave was like that with me. I really believe that nobody in the world could ever love me the way he loved me. So I put up with the, bad treatment. I got, I put up with the occasional, you know, beat down. (laughs) I I, I put up with it because I didn't believe I was capable of being loved by anybody else. And my mom, my brother, everybody would tell me, oh, Jerry, you deserve better. You deserve better. And I didn't believe anybody. So I was there and I kind of just had to write it on my own until I knew. And I would always protect him. Like, oh no, that's not happening. Or, oh no, he didn't mean that and everything else. Mm. And then I think the line that drew it for me was when he did it in public and mm. I had witnesses and people just mm-hmm. looked at me differently. Like, why are you accepting that sort of behavior? And that, I mm-hmm. think, was the eye-opener for me. Like, it was like, oh, wait, so you don't... I don't really deserve this? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, you think I, I, I could do better without him? And that was, to me, my breaking point. So you Even think she though needs I, to just ride it out and she'll, uh, like... I think if she's keeps going back to him, I think that's where her heart is right now. And I think it's going to take something, not saying my same situation, but I think it's going to take her seeing it through her own lens rather than just hearing it through her friends or through, you know, you, her best friend. She's only hearing you when she needs that comfort, right? I think yeah. she needs to see it and hear it for herself, you know? And Maybe he's threatening her too, like, if you leave me, da da da. It's that's a shitty situation. I mean, if she hasn't, with the 15 other times you've sat down and talked to her, in my opinion, if she hasn't made any change or absorbed the words that you're saying, she never will. She's gonna have you know what to. Else? Go ahead. You know what else I would do? <laughs> uh oh. Call, call the cops on him. Mm. This guy's a drug dealer. He's being abusive. Like, here's where he lives. He works here. Like, just check him out. See if you can catch him drug dealing. Anonymously, right? Like, you don't have to be like... Oh, yeah, you absolutely could be anonymous. Um, Yeah, just be like, I just want you guys to know, like, my best friend's in an abusive relationship and he's a drug dealer. So if you want to catch him up, here he is. Yeah, that actually might work. It could, because then he's gone, you know? Like, she can't do anything about it. I mean, we've definitely given that advice on that d- dad that was drunk driving around town all the time. We absolutely said, when your dad leaves the next time drunk, call the cops, have him arrested, have him pulled over. Absolutely. You know, yeah. that because he's putting other people at harm. And it's the same situation. I mean, even if you're not doing drugs, 
and he is or he's just drug dealing or whatever it may be, he's putting her at harm because yeah. of that lifestyle. I mean, we all hear of these like drug lord gang bang members and shit like gang that. Bangs. You know, sorry. <laughs> it's like in my head, it's not on my tongue. But, <clears throat> you know, like when people come after, they retaliate. They owe me money. This one owes me money. And then there's. It's, it's dangerous. A, yeah, it's not a good lifestyle. So dangerous. That your friend should be involved in. So, no. I mean, for that alone, like, so say if he's, she's not using, she's still involved in that lifestyle, which isn't a healthy way to live, you know? Yeah, no. I would call the cops on him, to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it more. Damn, Liz, you know what? You're right. Do <laughs> it. Do it. Yeah, like, you know where he lives, probably. Like, you know where he works. You know where he goes. So just be like, he's at here at this time. This is where he goes. Da, da, da. Like, give him all the details, and then they'll try and catch him. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. shit, that, that's, that's what I would do, at least. And the, the only other thing is, like, either he slips up or she wakes up. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, that's the only, that's going to be her, like, when she changes. If she sees something. Or or if he was to get arrested, it might be like a wake-up call for her or, you know. But if Mm -hmm. she's been tolerating the the cheating, the drug dealing, yeah. That it is so sad. Like The mental abuse, like, ugh. She probably thinks she's worth nothing. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, no. Guys, if you're listening to this and you are like, huh, I think that's kind of me. You deserve better. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit so hard. Yeah, absolutely. Like, move on. I need an update from you. I know, I want an update. Call the cops. Call the cops. (laughs) Please. Wow. All right, you want to end it off there? Yeah, is that good? Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Thank you guys for listening. We love you so much. We didn't do a shout out. Next time? Sure, next time. Okay, we'll do one next time because we're not prepped right now. But thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to send us an email like we read today, that's agamilpodcast at gmail.com. A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. Shop our merch, teespring.com slash agamil. It's pretty fucking cute. You can get a mask, t-shirt, hoodie, whatever you want. Um, follow us on Instagram. We post really cute graphics, put a lot of time and effort into it. There's previews of the episode. You can come along on Saturday shenanigans on our stories. So follow us on there. It's just at Ogmil, A-G-A-H-M-I-L. It's a lot of fun. And I think that's it. Happy December. Have a good fucking week. Happy Monday. <gasps> okay. okay. Love, love you. Bye. Bye.